Welcome to Boardwalk Sports Talk, a podcast by the Jersey Sport Fan for the Jersey Sport Fan. Because in New Jersey, we know you don't like us. And guess what? We don't like you either. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 15 of Boardwalk Sports Talk. I'm Brian Kinkowski, along with my good friend and colleague, Carl Freemeyer. It's a great day to be Jersey. It is a great day to be Jersey. Every day is a good day to be Jersey, but it hasn't particularly been a good week to be Jersey. Carl, would you say? Yeah, it's been shite. I'm just pumped the fact that this is our quinceanera. This is our 15th episode. Wow. Wow. That's about that's about fourteen more episodes than I thought we'd last. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I think the uh, I heard or read somewhere. My wife told me one of those things um, that I think the average podcast like at, like there's like a seven episode mark where like most people like drop off after that. So we've almost doubled that. So that's good. We've doubled that. Yeah. Fifteen episodes. We have fifteen listeners per episode. Which we're crushing. <laughs> Still going strong. We have more than 15, Carl. Don't tell us short. Okay. We, we actually, we have, we're doing pretty good with Fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, Absolutely. And we've had some nice people. I, I, I don't know if you saw our good friend, our other good friend and colleague, Pat Gardner. I'll give him a shout out. I'm, I'm sure he listens. He actually just like unsolicited on his Facebook, like shared our podcast. It was like, hey, anyone that's listen, like looking for a good Jersey podcast, like listen to these guys. Like they're awesome. So oh, hey, Pat anyone, Gardner is a beautiful man. He, he really, really is. Pat. Big ups, buddy. I miss your Love big you. bald head. I can't wait to golf with you. We got to golf soon. But yeah, he's he's awesome, dude. Anyone that wants to just give us unsolicited love and shares on their social media, we'll give you guys a shout out. Um, <laughs> every little bit helps. If every person that listens tells one person and then they keep telling people, then eventually we'll be rich and famous and maybe we'll like, you know, give you guys some money or something. I don't We're going to create the new pyramid scheme of, of podcasts. I like I like where your head's at. If you can prove that you've been with us from the beginning, we will give you like some sort of something. <laughs> we'll let you. We'll let you. Ha- we'll let you be on our our show anytime you want. We're gonna put like a code word. We'll put like a code word in each like uh, in each episode, and like if everyone can tell us the code word, then we'll give them. The cool thing is, I've been sharing with just random people in my life that I'm doing a podcast just to see how it lands, and I've really made some interesting connections. I'd say in the real world. Today, I found out that one of my colleagues, uh, she has a friend who's dating Ron Harper. Wow. The junior, not the senior. And I said, you got to get me the 411 on that freaking guy because he has fallen off a cliff this yeah. season. So whatever she, whatever information she can get us about that situation, would love it. And then Seriously. I had, and then I had another inter- interaction with a guy at the gym. His sister dated Janarian Grant, and I was like, "Oh man, that's fantastic! Can you get him on the show? I want, <laughs> I want to interview Janarian Grant." So the connections, basically, any kind of affiliation with Boardwalk Sports Talk means you're going to be able to network like a beast. That's basically the conclusion I've reached. So mm. embrace it, get the name out there. Yeah, wear it like a badge of honor. Wear it like a jersey badge of honor that it is, and you know, it- let's clean together like trash in the wind. Let's do this thing. It's a small world. And yeah, and actually our so that remember that boardwalk sports talk shirt we were talking about. The, it's a great day to be Jersey shirts. They are officially on the Etsy page, Carl. So go to You know what I'll do? I will if you if you mention the Boardwalk Sports Talk t shirt in a in a social media post, I will buy you one. Okay. Wow. That, wow look that, at Carl. That, what, a, what a guy. I will buy as many as get mentioned. All right. There's a there's a pork roll egg and cheese shirt. There's a boardwalk sports talk. It's a great day to be Jersey shirt. They're all on the Bodemus Etsy page. So go check them out. 
Buy, um, and make Carl, a post, tag me, and I will buy you a shirt. Okay. Carl, I still got to give you the shirts that you got, so we'll we'll have to figure out. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hell. I'm gonna basically like helicopter drop those suckers. Like in economic, <laughs> you know, we learn in like, you know, economics. If we want to stimulate an economy, the best way to do it drop money from a helicopter. I'm going to drop a care package in your backyard. I'm going to drop boardwalk sports talks, um, tees from a helicopter. I need your coordinates. Can you give me your coordinates? Uh, half past the, uh, the, the elbow or no, no half past the, what's it called? Doesn't Jersey have like that weird crux thing. What's that called? I don't know, man. Don't hurt yourself. I'm just kidding. 90, 90 degree angle. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, let's get into sports. Um, it's been a rough week. Uh, we're going to mainly just stick to Rutgers basketball this week because that's really what's fresh for both of us. Like we all know the hockey teams have been playing. The devils stink. They absolutely stink. I'm tired of them. Sort of the Rangers. A million games in a row. Like I just can't. I, I'm, I'm Although so... the Rangers did win last night, but yes, they stink too. Yeah. In all, in all honesty. I can't, I just can't. The devils are just, it, it really sucks. It, it seems like they're not a good team. And I, I was really hoping they would be. My son is like, becoming a Rangers fan. Like, like I'm literally watching well, that's good him. news. Dude, I'm trying, like, he's like slipping away from me. Like I'm trying so hard. Like we, I was just there. We were playing hockey all day today. And like, he's like, just, a, oh, it just hurts. You should man. just he, tell him, listen, we have a great history of phenomenal play. We also have a phenomenal AHL affiliate named the river rats. And our, our alternate looks the like river a rats. Dude, our, they haven't been a team in like 15 years. And our alternate jersey looks like a Christmas tree. I mean, what's not to like? You did you see the retro <laughs> reverse jersey they wore last night? You can't tell uh, me that was an absolute I didn't, fire. I didn't see it. I'll, I'll look it up now. Oh my god, look at the jerseys they wore last night. They're absolute fire. They're the they're the green and red Christmas tree jerseys, but reverse. So they were like predominantly green with red trim, and they looked absolutely sick. They were really cool. But yeah, I like I like uh, the Sabers retro. That thing is solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm looking at the right one. The one I'm looking at is just like the middle of it's just like dark evergreen. Is that the one we're talking about? I think so. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not my cup of tea. But yeah. you know what? You know what looks really cool is the Sabers the Sabers retro alternate. That thing is sick with the two yeah. so, with the swords. Yeah. Awesome. Gnarly. And I will say I hate the Rangers, but they're um, I do like their Statue of Liberty jerseys. I hate that version of it. Though. How? How do you hate that? The stupid no, no, this uh, one, this one. I hate oh. this one. I no, like, like the original, the, Mike, the, the Mike original. Richter ones. The Mike yeah, yeah, the original I sick. love. I the agree. I love. That's an incredible jersey. Yeah. This one stinks. They like took a great thing and made it awful. I don't understand how they did that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like that. That's. I'll give you credit on them. The stupid Rangers diagonal across the across the chest is stupid. I think that's stupid. But anyway, we're not going to get too much into hockey. Um, you know, it was another week. The Devils stink. The Rangers stink. The Islanders are pretty good. The, the Flyers are pretty good. That's basically what it is. When those teams, when it starts to get a little bit more intense towards the playoff time, we'll probably dive into that a little bit more. But right now, Carl, uh, we need to talk about Rutgers basketball because I'm just, I don't understand. Like, it was literally like, they're in the tournament as long as they don't go to the worst team in the Big Ten and lose. And not only do they go to the worst team in the Big Ten on Tuesday night and lose at Nebraska, they got absolutely, like, humiliated. Like, they got literally, like, it was like they're in gym class doing jumping jacks and somebody just pants them. And, like, literally, like, they're just, they're, they're junks just out for everyone to see. And it's, and, it's, and it's not like you're good junk. It's like you just ran a mile junk. Like, the workout, like, shriveled up. Like, not good. 
That's basically yeah. That's basically. I like the Carl gets pants that dance marathon junk <laughs> and kids with cancer see his junk. That did happen, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thanks, I wasn't Pat. There. Thanks, Pat Barr. If you're here oh and you're listening, thanks. If, if I'll Pat buy Barr, you a shirt too if you mention this. If you if, if Pat, you tweet at me, I'll buy you a shirt. If Pat Barr listens to this podcast, everything I've ever known is wrong. Yeah, I'd be like, whoa, talk about your old time fixer uppers. But yeah, this team, this isn't even about me anymore. I know the emotional like roller coaster that is Carl Freemeyer has been on full display with this team this year. I went from being so pumped for the season, more pumped than I think I've ever been for a basketball season at any level, um, to just exuberant beyond belief following beating Illinois. I remember saying after we mm-hmm. beat Illinois, I thought that Ron Harper Jr. could be like, all-american that he's going to be like a lottery pick that this team could could potentially go as far as he took them he go like they go to the national championship my god i mean that was just so naive that team i don't know what happened to that team after that that played against illinois but against illinois they looked they looked elite they looked like a true cohesive unit like they cared about each other um and you know basically that next game Ohio State is where everything started to completely fall apart. Mm-hmm. We did have that with that game was at Ohio State. We were winning big. And then we, Miles Johnson got into foul trouble. And it seems like that just shook the psyche of the team permanently. We did wind up beating Purdue the next game without Harper and Geo. Somehow we won a game without both those guys. And we had freaking Montez Mathis basically go off. And, and we won that game. But I mean, basically, we haven't won. We haven't won an impressive game in a long time. We've beaten teams we should beat. We're playing way below our talent level. The players don't look like they care at all. I mean, they don't want to be out there. And you think to yourself, if they don't want to be out there now, why would they want to be out there next year? Like these guys are all going, man. Like it's pretty obvious. Like Geo's gone. Miles is going. Ron, I don't know. I don't know where Ron, Ron could go because he is an underclassman. He's not a senior, and he's not going to be able to play in the NBA. Maybe in year, I don't know. I think he's still got to hone his games. So I don't know if he can go anywhere. But conservatively, Geo, Miles, and and Jacob are definitely gone. Definitely gone. I mean, you can tell just in the way they're interviewing, their body language. They don't. They don't want to be here now. Right. And um, and yeah, this team and- is just like they're they're. They just let this whole season just like spoil into into just crap, really. I mean, they took a beautiful thing and they allowed it to spoil. And now, now we're just hoping as a fan base they can salvage it and get into the NCAA's to end the streak. But no one expects anything. We've all lost faith in the process at this point. Yeah. So um, basically, the best we can do is make the NCAA's, and even then, we're probably going to look back on this season and say, "What in the world happened?" Like, where did we go wrong? Such disappointment. I can't remember. Even even 07 Rutgers football wasn't this disappointing. Even like Favre's return season for the Vikings in 11, after we went to the NFC Championship, wasn't this disappointing. Because at least in those in those seasons, it actually looked like the team was trying. That's, those are teams I loved. They looked like they were trying. They just, they just couldn't do it. This team looks like they just stopped caring. It's just bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you made a couple of good points there that I wanted to touch on as well. Like kind of what you just said. So it's what's, what's really impressive to me about this whole thing is like this team is, is basically taking something that hasn't been done in 30 years 
and and almost turning it into a complete negative. It's like mm-hmm. like half the people I talk to like at this point like don't even want them to make the tournament because it's like yeah, they're, they're they don't get, they don't deserve it. They're gonna get like embarrassed. It's like I thought that like Rutgers making the tournament would be one of the happiest things ever. Like it should be an absolute celebration has been done in 30 years and it just feels so negative because of the way they're playing. And it's a shame. It really just all goes back to last year. What a shame it was, because if you think about it, what should have happened, if what really should have happened is last year, they made the tournament rightfully. So they played their butts off. They deserved it. That should have been the celebration year of, Oh my God, we just made the tournament. We don't even care if we lose our first game. We're there. We hear our name call on selection Sunday. That's amazing. And then this year is the, all right, like, Let's go. We're a tournament team and we're going to, we're back. We're going to make some noise. Exactly. But, but what's happening is, is just, they didn't, now we're just like, all right. I mean, I guess I'm just happy to hear our name called on Sunday, which I still will be. Don't get me wrong. Like if, if they make it, I'll still be proud and happy to hear their name called, but it's just, it's just, there's such a negative energy around this because, and, and this is, you know, my other point I wanted to bring up, which you also brought up. It's just like, how do you go to Nebraska and get embarrassed like that? That was pathetic it was absolutely pathetic like i get they came out hot and that kid hit like a million shots in the beginning of the game and like he had his career high in points like the first nine minutes like that happens but it was just like they just didn't want to be there they just rolled over and just like let nebraska like pet their belly like you were losing by 30 points to nebraska like there's no way that like you're trying at that point like you're, you're not trying and I just, I don't know, like, as a big fat loser that never played competitive basketball in my life, I feel bad, like, sitting here calling out college kids who probably, you know, I'm sure they'd tell me to go F myself if they heard me sitting here saying, like, that you're not trying. But I just, I mean, maybe I just don't understand, but, like, I don't understand how you can. Well, they said it after the game. Geo said after the game that they weren't, they didn't have the energy. They didn't have the jump. They didn't have the the effort. So I think actually it jives with what you're saying. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, and I've been, you know, I played like men's league hockey and stuff. And like, there are certain nights where you go out there and you just got good legs and you're like on your fucking, and you're buzzing and you're and whatever. And then there are certain nights where you go out there and you're just like sluggish. And like, so maybe it was just like everyone had like a sluggish night at the same time, which resulted in, in like an absolute disaster. But like, I don't think you can really blame us if you're on the team and, and you hear us questioning right now. Like, like my, my biggest question is like, is there something wrong in the locker room? Like, do these, do these guys do like what happened? Like, do these guys like each other? Do they like coach Peichel? Like, cause I just don't understand how, if you love, if you love the guy next to you, like, how do you, like, how is this happening? That's my question. I, I think Peichel, I think Peichel created a little bit of a monster with this team. And I think he did it because he tries to appease everybody. Think about this. Cliff was starting this season. He started at the center position. And that was a surprise. No one expected that uh, miles off the bench. And it became pretty apparent in really short order that, that cliff was raw and a freshman and mm-hmm. miles is one of the best centers in the league. So mm-hmm. the question you have to ask yourself is like, what kind of discontent did that brew when Pykele yeah, makes yeah. that decision? And why does he make that decision to start the season? Why another, another situation, right? Ron Harper starts the season very hot, hits every shot he takes, then goes on the cold streak of all cold streaks. Ron stays in the lineup, never exits the starting lineup. And in fact, not only does he not exit, he just keeps chucking them. He was at one point this season, you can't even make, you can't even believe this is true. He was O for 30 from three. He took 33 pointers straight and missed them all. 
How's that possible? Like, how is that? That's incredible when you think about it. Just give those 30 shots, 30 shots, spread them out amongst everybody else. And who knows? Maybe we win another game in the process, you know? Then the, the final thing is McConnell comes back in the middle of the season randomly. Uh, everyone thought he was out for the year. And you got to ask yourself the question too, why is he back? Why did he like rush back? Does he know something we don't? Does he know like there's some guys, you know, several guys that have one foot out the door and like if he's going to make it to the tournament and and have any chance at all of playing in a big game, this is the season to do it. I, you know, that that too was weird. So now you displace Montez Mathis's minutes with McConnell coming back. Mathis basically stuck on the bench and you know i we can argue whether or not that was justified because matt has played pretty terrible to be honest with you since purdue gets blocked a ton and everything we've talked about that but and then, and then i've also heard that jacob is a bit of like a lone wolf type where uh he doesn't really like like after the game he's not gonna be going out to dinner with anybody that kind of thing and jacob uh you know you, you could just you could just imagine that that locker room you've got like a bit of a uh, uh, you know, Jacob's eccentric. You can tell he's eccentric. He's eccentric in his motions. He's eccentric in the way he engages the opponents on the floor. He's he's very wild. extra. He's very extra. Yeah, the way he and plays then, is very extra. Yeah, exactly. And then Geo, I think, is like you're sort of like, come on, guys, you know, like that kind of guy. Very socially conscious too. And we we won't critique that on this program, but like he obviously. I think if there's a leader on the team, he's probably it. Then yeah, you have yeah. Ron, who's independently wealthy. If Ron, if Ron didn't play professionally, he'd probably be okay. Like he, he comes from a, his dad has five NBA championships. His uncle, he calls his uncle Michael Jordan. I mean, things are you know all the stuff. And Kobe. And Kobe. Yeah, we were talking about this stuff like earlier in the season, like in a good way. We're like, wow, it's amazing how like motivated Ron is because it doesn't have to be. Like he's probably got everything he needs in life. Yeah, but that all like reversed somehow this season. He started playing like absolute dog esh. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, you know, I, I could see there being resentment there. I could see the guys hating Ron for that. And then Miles is a junior, and he's he's graduating. He's graduating early, and he's made it. He's made it clear he's going to apply to other schools. So when when, when you stitch us all together, he's going to apply to other schools for his, for his two grad seasons. He's not going to stay at Rutgers. It's pretty clear that's the case. So you stitch all this together. You got Miles one foot out the door. You got Ron, who's, you know, barely engaged. You got Gio, who's looking to, to graduate, get out of here. You got Jacob, who's definitely lone wolf already and is going to be playing in Europe next year with his brother, who's doing really well over there. I mean, you got McConnell, who came back to displaced Mathis. You got Cliff, who was starting over Miles, made no sense. There's a, there's a ton of problems there. I mean, and it's, it's crazy to say because this is one of the most talented teams we've ever had, if not the most talented. And what's really scary is if Pike can't do it with this group, it's very fair to, to say he's never going to do it. There's just no way. I, 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 don't, I don't think we ever get there if we can't do it with this group. Yeah, well, I mean, but what's important in sports is, is like a team atmosphere. And it seems like maybe like with this team, like it's kind of just a me. Everyone's like looking out for themselves. And, you know, I don't know if that's on Pike or not. Like he sometimes like, you know, guys can tune out the coach and he could be trying to bring them together. But, you know, some of that stuff you mentioned, maybe people can't, people have egos and people can't get past. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think Peichel's done an amazing job, obviously. Like he's done something that hasn't been done in a long time here. So, I mean, I, I do think that like our fan base is very like, 
I don't know what the word is, volatile. Like, oh yeah, they, we're definitely reacting. Like, right. Like, and I'm, I'm not suggesting a fire pike, by the way. No, please I, don't. I, please I do, never, please I never expected to even make the tournament. So this is like yeah. so far above and beyond what I would consider to be. And honestly, factory. too, like he's already exceeded all expectation. In my yeah, opinion. yeah. And say what you want about the guys on the team, too. Like, obviously, we're very disappointed with the way things have gone lately, but you know, they're still on the cusp of doing something that's basically never been done in our lifetime at Rutgers. The, the so, question is, though, do they care? If they don't care, then F them. That's the problem. That's what I have. That's the problem I have, right? Like, if you care about this as much as we do, then make the damn tournament and the right. streak and embrace right. it. Nebraska, and try right. your absolute best to do it. We're not right. going to celebrate you as a fan base if you like backdoor into this thing and don't give it your all. Like, you've got to, you've got to care. You've got to actually try here. Like, and, and they're going to regret it if they don't. I'm telling you, like, if they if they fall short when I'm playing in the NIT or some nonsense, can you imagine? Oh like, the rest of their lives. It's like we had an opportunity to do something great and we just completely shit the bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. And, and I will say that, like, for the most part, I haven't seen a single person say that we're out of the tournament from that loss somehow. Like, I think we, we were in good enough standing to. They were like last four buys now, I think, which is still good. Right. Like, so I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but I think we're still pretty firmly in right now. Um, yeah. But if we lose to Minnesota who yeah. stinks and is on like a, a friggin' dumpster Five fire of a program, yeah. Patino's getting fired. They've already told them. So we're playing with, if we lose to a second straight team where the, the coach is, is basically a lame duck foregone conclusion. He's gone. No one's playing for Jack on that team. That team stinks. And they're they're a mess. If they can if they can conjure up the uh, you know skill and the effort and and the the moxie to beat us, then we don't we don't care. We just don't yeah. care. How can Rutgers not 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 rise to that occasion? Has to happen. I mean, this is like the ultimate like put up or shut up. If they don't yeah. if they don't put up here, they got to shut up forever. Like that's it. It's just. Yeah, I just I, I really just can't even believe we're talking like this about this team. Like we were literally in the beginning of the season, like talking about these guys like they were I don't even know. Like they were gonna win the national championship. I know. I loved these guys at the beginning of the season. I loved them. I loved yeah. everything about them, their effort, the way they played. And there are still guys in this team that I genuinely think have put it all on the line every game. I think I think Jacob has played his ass off the entire season no matter what. And yeah, he's made mistakes, but he's, he's, he cares. He obviously cares. He's been our best player. He's our MVP. I think, I think Mulcahy, I mean, Mulcahy literally destroyed his face. Uh, he took an elbow to the, I mean, sure. Is he limited? Does he make mistakes? Yeah, he does, but he does play hard. The guy's a, he's a, he's a tough SOB. Yeah. Caleb McConnell, Caleb McConnell, even though he misses shots and stuff, and I was questioning why he came back, he's been really solid. He plays super, super freaking hard every time he's in. Um, I mean, Cliff is so young. He has I don't think he even has the opportunity to have, like, uh, a sort of attitude about him or dr- a drama about him. So he's played pretty good. He's played hard, too, when he's, when he's had his chances. So there are guys on the team that I think have been consistently – played really consistently hard, consistently well. Um, I would yeah. look back on their their performances fondly, but other guys have just just really disappointed me. It's Super really for me. It's really just the leadership that's been disappointing. I feel like, and I'm not talking about Coach Michael. I'm talking about like the leadership of the team. Like during the Nebraska game, like I just wanted to see somebody get pissed. Like right. you know what I mean. You want right. to see some emotion, some something like 
somebody throw a ball across the court or, or get get teed up or something like it was just I, I mean I actually I had to stop watching I, I didn't watch the last five minutes of that game because or actually I so I watched the first half at work and then I was driving home from work so I was listening on the radio and the guys on the radio are basically just laughing about this like what is happening here this is crazy you know and like you just I wanted to hear them be like oh and you know some such and such got thrown out because he's he's angry and and you know Whatever. That would have been like, great. Like, like Miles Johnson kicks a water cooler and like right. Like I mean, they didn't right, and that's slam you know slam jacks Steve Peichel. That would have been great. <laughs> I don't want to see says Nestle. <laughs> I want to want him hitting the coach or anything. But yeah, I mean, just get pissed. Like like you, to your point, it didn't seem like they not only were they getting boat raced by by the worst team in the conference, but they were they were like didn't seem like they really cared about it that much. So. Yeah, they got I mean, every uh, Nebraska got every loose ball. They got every rebound. Yeah, we just looked like they were just driving to the lane untouched. It was like crazy. Yeah. It was really crazy. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that they can bounce back um, and we have a very different tone next week. Um, well, every know. time they bounce back, we're like, well, maybe they figured it out. Like maybe no. the we said that last week about Indiana. We're like, like I hope the schizophrenic team figured it out finally, and then they nope. then they come out and they like. They suck again. It's like, oh no, we suck again. It's like, yeah, they just started, they're, many... they're 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 just crazy threes went in last week. That was the only difference that happened in the second half. Like, no, I, I thought I thought we did get to loose balls last week, and we did we did lock it down on defense because it's not like they kept scoring uh, at the same rate they were in the first half. We did stop them on defense too. That's the other thing. Somebody made this comment on one of the message boards. What happened to Steve Peichel pounding nails? What happened to that? We've been using like a freaking nail gun all season. These guys don't give a crap. Like they're not pounding any nails. They're not like they're not grinding anymore. This yeah. team is doing it just like purely on on skill. I think I think part you know what's really really strange too. And I wanted to say this before. It's one thing to have high expectations and then like start the season and just be dead on arrival. Like realize wow, all that hype was for naught because this team actually isn't that good. Yeah. So like. And that's kind of sobering at first, but then you sort of accept it. This was the exact opposite. This team had all the hype. They they met the hype and they exceeded it to start the season. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to suck. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what in the world is going on here? It makes yeah. no sense. It's absolute insanity. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, they started out 7 now, I think. And now it's like, what are they, 13 and 10? So it's like, uh. Hasn't been great. Dude, <laughs> Illinois, like, Illinois. Four just, and ten since they Illinois went seven. Just, Illinois just smoked Michigan, and we beat Illinois. Yeah, right. But that was like a, literally a completely different team that happened. So, Dude, that team, that team would beat us by 60. If we, yeah. like, that team from that day played this Rutgers team, the, the game would be over in the first five minutes. So, I mean, hopefully they can figure out. I think if they beat Minnesota, they're definitely in, right? I think that's the consensus, like – I think yeah. the only way we're worried about them not making it is if they lose to Minnesota and then lose their first Big Ten game and then it, and do both potentially in embarrassing fashion like that uh, right. Nebraska exactly. game. You know, See, the, they problem just, is, the problem is we, we play Minnesota and if we lose that game, then we have to play Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament and they're going to beat us. Right. They're, so, they're so just show us, show us you want to be there, you know? Like just show us – like how many of you said, show us you want it, but – yeah, I don't know. Um, do you care? Do you care at all? If you do, let's let's just make this happen, okay? Okay. <sighs> and honestly, I'm never gonna forgive you anyway. But at least if you make it happen, I won't come and find you. And and all right, you. all right, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting published. <laughs> all right. So yeah, I mean, I think we'll 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 take a break from Rutgers hoops there. And you know, I think we all need it. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything else you want to talk about this week before we wrap up? Gonna keep it. Try to keep it a little shorter this week. No. Oh, actually, yeah. I guess a chronic one. One funny story from Rutgers. I'm in a uh, business school now and uh, received an email this evening from my, my professor who's a Russian mathematician, all caps, uh, wrong tenses, and basically just a stream of consciousness that would make uh, pretty much anybody blush. So I guess the, the moral of the story is the, the teacher-student interactions are exactly as you remember them. <laughs> and in fact, they've gotten in some ways more interesting since since our undergrad days, folks. So Jersey Roots Global Reach Rutgers. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> and, uh, you know, make sure you follow us on Twitter if you want to hear our our uh, random thoughts during <laughs> Rutgers games and and me getting upset during Devils games. And, uh, you know, it's. It's basically the ramblings of an insane person at this point. It's pretty entertaining. So yeah, this, this, this podcast is becoming the ramblings of, of two insane people. Yeah. Well, at least one insane person, myself. Dude, I literally forgot. It's, I don't even know what it feels like to win anymore. Like, I, like the, Between the Devils and Rutgers, I think the last two or three weeks, like they're like a combined like two and 20. Like I'm just like ready to jump off a bridge. To quote, so, to quote Losing my son to the Rangers. Happened. I'm losing my chance at March going, you know, having my school called for March Madness. Like, I'm just... To quote Zach, Zach Galifianakis, bring your brooms because it's a mess. <laughs> I have no idea. What is that from? I have no idea. From. The campaign. You never seen that movie? It's very No, funny. actually, maybe I've seen bits and pieces of it. I think it was Rose. With Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. It's That's good. one of those movies that I'm pretty sure you saw the preview and you're like, there's just absolutely no way that can even be remotely good. <laughs> Will Ferrell drinks like a, like a whole gallon of scotch and then gets pulled over by a cop and Guy comes over to his window and says, "You've been drinking today." He's like, "Yes, I have. So, if I have officer, uh, uh, eight to nine uh, small batch whiskeys. <laughs> Step out of the car, please." <laughs> it's very oh funny. God. It's very funny. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you but should. Probably not. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, good stuff. Hopefully, uh, I, I, you know. Devils play the Rangers at one p.m. on Saturday, and Rutgers plays Minnesota at twelve. So like, there's a good chance by like at least one of us will have, at least have the Devils Rangers win. Like one of us by if, if Rutgers doesn't beat Minnesota on Saturday, one of us is going to be like on Suey Watch by 3 p.m. Saturday. One of us is going to be standing on the Verrazano considering our options. Is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> maybe we maybe we should watch them if that's together. Not a call, if that's not a call for help. <laughs> we should watch them together so that way we can at least like keep each other uh, <laughs> stupid old stories from college and stuff. Listen, you know what? Rutgers loses, Rangers lose. I will be okay, but only if and only if somebody tweets about the t-shirt, okay? So please, please. If anybody, that. if anybody listens out there, just send, <laughs> Anyone? send, send some sort of interaction to us. If anybody's listening, <laughs> send some sort of interaction to us on some sort of social media. Or send or, or not or just social send, media, just any or, kind of communication. Just Smoke send me and call a call a text. Call. Yeah, text us. Yeah, just be like, "Are you guys okay?" I want text everyone. Everyone that listens to this podcast that has my personal number and Carl's, I want you to text each of us at three p.m. on Saturday and ask us if we're okay. If you, one, if you love us, one day they're gonna like lawyers are gonna like 
unearth unearth this this audio during discovery and they're gonna be they like, were begging for help they were how crying we out not, how could we not have known <laughs> how could we not have seen the writing on the wall they were publishing well, it we couldn't have known because nobody was listening <laughs> oh, the musings of a madman <laughs> oh my god all right well good stuff. good stuff that's it for this week everyone appreciate uh appreciate you listening thank you for uh you know listening in our therapy session and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week maybe <laughs> east jersey lovely accent new jersey <laughs> oh it's fun <laughs>